Hello everybody and welcome again to another edition of Channel Chatter. I'm your host, Stephen Miller. I could not possibly be more excited today. The mind share of the North America channel team is with us today. Um, it is everyone, the man in charge of the whole the whole geography, Mr. Rob Cato, the man that determines how everybody gets paid, Jeff Taylor's back with us, uh, the, the lady in charge of everything distribution, Stacy Goodman is with us, and Joe Penix, who has everything NSP, National Service Provider, literally the channel is in the room. That's not their real titles, by the way. Um, but first, we want to talk about today is what, what went on my favorite event, the Business Partner Executive Summit. So if you missed it, we were all down at the Mandarin in Miami. It was fantastic. Um, probably the best <laughs> dinner, I think, Thursday night we've ever had. Uh, yeah, we wish. Yeah, we wish, so, right? No, it was. It was virtual this year. And one of the things that we've been sitting around talking about is how no one wanted it to be virtual. And then we realized that it opened up in a lot of different ways. And yes, face-to-face -face is the best selling. We know that face-to-face -face is the best way to do business. But we've learned a lot about this virtual world. And so as I'm sitting around planning, I'm going to start with Rob. And just for, I think this is the this executive summit, but still, you could introduce yourself. So Rob, you used the word that was important that helped us more. And, and Jeff's going to talk about some stats on the, on the one-on-ones. But Rob, you used a singular word that, that made Business Partner Executive Summit better this year. So that was engagement. Yeah. For, for us, look, I mean, this is our top partners from the U.S. and Canada, right? And uh, we, we want to continue to establish uh, relationships that take us to that next level. And it's all about engagement. And this year, very different than others, we had the opportunity to engage with so many more partners, uh, more people at the partners. Uh, you know, because it was virtual, uh, the opportunity to extend to, you know, people that normally don't get a chance to come down to Miami, right. uh, as well as our own teams, right? Our own folks that normally don't get a chance to attend, uh, got a chance to participate in the event. They got a chance to see the keynote, right? They got a chance to kind of hear the messaging of what we wanted to share with our partners. And then, you know, on the one-on-ones uh, where we actually get a, an opportunity, we were able to, to really have some great dialogue because we were able to extend it to more people this year. So to me, that was fantastic. That was one of the benefits, frankly, of, of having to do this virtually. You know, I remember you and I spoke in the April timeframe, and you were regretfully an aside that it had to be delayed and to be determined. As it turns out, I think that was way better because if you'd executed this in May, you would have not have made it bigger. You would have rushed to keep it 60 people. Yeah. Yeah, we would we would have had to try to force fit something together, and I I don't think we would have ended up with what we what we did have. And look, we had a fantastic event uh, over three days, and then we got a chance last night to kind of celebrate with the Jonas Brothers. I don't know who else who got a chance to do that. It was kind of cool concert to to finish out the event with. So it was it was a very nice way to 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 drive it this week. We always like to do something special as a just just to get away a mindset. I remember we've had the beach parties on the beach, yeah. and we've had circus entertainers, and you know all of the <laughs> Those things yes. and, and, and inside a hand card tricks and all a kinds hand of cool card stuff tricks. Sometimes you're in Miami, there are hurricanes. 
Right. And so, but this was to have the Jonas Brothers kind of a private concert. It was really cool. And uh, the participation, I think, was really good. I saw a lot of people chatting about it last night. And and so, Jeff, I know you got a couple shout outs. Mr. Uh, Bischoff called me out. So it was was fun. It was good to interact and kind of, you know, I think uh, mentally just kind of let everybody uh, unleash a little bit and have some fun. You really do like Streisand. I do. I'm a big Streisand fan. Yes. Who doesn't? Okay. So Barbara in the house. I didn't expect the Barbara Streisand (laughs) reference. Was that a bet that we could use Barbara? Barbara Streisand in a sentence? No. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably I just won if it was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah Stacy. I wins. may or may not have extended the invitation down to my daughter, uh, who's a senior in college. So I'm uh, I'm dad of the year with her and her roommates right now. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. that's super fun. Good yeah. So on that, Jeff, so that was Jeff Taylor speaking. And Jeff, you blew me away with some of the numbers. Let's compare last year in the individual one-on-one meetings to the this year. So talk through those numbers. Yeah, we were, we were comparing notes this morning as we were preparing for this discussion. And, you know, in a normal year when we're down in Miami, just because of logistics, you know, time and space, um, um, each of us were able to do six, maybe seven formal one-on-ones. Um, I know all of us had at least over 10, if not 14 or yeah. 15 uh, one-on-one. So, so A, we got to meet more people. Um, we weren't bound by time or space. And so so that worked great. I mean, I, I had an opportunity to talk to a whole bunch of different people that I probably wouldn't have had a chance to down in Miami. Um, so that was a great benefit. What we lost was, you know, the dinners and the lunches and the breakfast and the bar time and, and some, some of those types some of, of some interactions. Stuff, yeah. Um, but I think we made up for it through through you know better access to to a whole range of folks and um, you know they were able to talk to Matt and Rob and they were able to talk about services and programs and kind of everything in between. Um, so hopefully our partners walked away from there saying, "Too bad we weren't in Miami because I, th- I think they all enjoy the event as well." But um, Perhaps kudos uh, because they were able to get more information from more people. Yeah, I think the feedback has been fantastic so far. And, you know, again, when you look at uh, the engagement that we had, even though it was virtual, right, the the actions that I know I took and, and many of us took, um, I think are meaningful. And I think that's one of the things that, that I'm going to walk away with is, you know, despite having to do this virtually, um, we're very much aligned with our partners, especially our top partners in U.S. and Canada to, to go drive the business in 2021. So very excited about that. Let me come back to a little bit. It does all come back to me, by the way, um, <laughs> how I feel about Executive Summit. I've been honored to be able to attend every year. And for me, it's so massively important. It's almost like a Serengeti watering hole where it's not a competitive <laughs> environment, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about it. I mean, the, they're in the room with each other, but for a moment, it's not competitive. And it helps me understand how does our messaging align the whole purpose. The theirs, because my team does a lot of the instruction. I represent the category team and the ambassador team. We're on site doing the education. And if our message matches the partner's message from the executive level, that way every seller, the thousands of sellers, I know that we're on track for the entire year. And so that's where it really comes in. And this this amount of engagement you said, I was blown away by the number of the the tenfold number of one-on-ones. And so, Joe, you've been a veteran of all of the summits as well, right? So how was this one better for you? Take away the, the fact that, like you said, the bar time, the, 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 the lunches is when that's when relationships are made, but the business side. Yeah, I'll, I'll just quickly jump back to um, the logistics. I mean, if you think about it, if we tried to do this back in May or June, the world wasn't quite ready for 
the Zoom meetings and Teams meetings. And if you think about fast forwarding to late October, the comfort level that customers and partners have with the new world, the new environment of how to engage right. is there. And I saw it in the one-on-ones that we had, um, the attendance, just the, the ability to taking notes and the mute button. Yeah, I'm double muted. I'm not muted. That was right. not as frequent as we typically see, which was good. Uh, so that was good. Um, but I, I think it, the messaging around what our partners want to get done versus what we want to get done, there's a lot of cohesion there. The foundation that we've built in over years of these types of interaction has really enabled us to come out of these with, like Rob said, clear, concise actions, um, you know, concise follow-up and making sure that we are doing the things that we, we can do. Right. Um, and also how this kind of dovetails into our advisory councils and using those as feedback gathering uh, vehicles, I guess you could say, whether it's programs or products. We were talking this morning about, you know, our portfolio of products and how maybe there's some opportunity there to uh, make those a little bit more uh, easy for our partners and customers to understand. Um, but as we get into our new fiscal year going into next year, you know, what are our programs going to look like? We, we did a really good job, Jeff's team did, of um, – adapting to the, the world that we are currently in with the stimulus package uh, that we got a ton of feedback, positive feedback on the last couple of days. But also, how do we evolve into the new world and now we have targets back and does that continue? Do we look at something, maybe a hybrid of that? So um, overall, you know, a, a great environment, great feedback. And you know, like you said, hopefully we'll be in the bar at the Mandarin next year um, uh, around June. So. Well, you said a couple of things that really impact. One of the We saw a survey that came out in June that the average American has spent $387 on their home office. All right. So in March, April, May, we were going to go back. This is temporary. I'm not setting up. I'm working from the kitchen counter. I'm sitting on the sofa watching TV while I'm working. By June, we're like, wait a minute. We're, I'm going to, this room is now my home office. The people have never had a home office. Um, so we, and I didn't grow up, I've, I've never been an Apple user, so I was not used to FaceTime. Mm. I'm not used to, wow, at that angle, I have a double chin and I'm self, <laughs> even though, right? And you think yeah. about, I'm seeing myself on camera. Um, now it's like, okay, this is me. I haven't showered today. And then, what is business attire and what we're all so used to that. I again compliments on the team that decided to wait. We didn't do it on purpose, but we're, we understand the advantages of it. We've learned. Mm -hmm. So that engagement became more natural. Yes. The, the reason why I said all of that soliloquy is because now people are more active. Let me come on camera. You see my facial expression. That's why I've in part in person meetings matter, that facial expression. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then so now with the camera, we still did get that piece. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that really is a nice impact. But Stacy, you represent, I mean, everyone everyone that buys anything, it's, what's it, 87 to 90% of North America volume goes through the channel, et cetera. So by the way, that therefore goes through Stacy's business. Um, so that's no pressure. No, um, no, no. But so with that much, what benefits did you see from this event and having that much buying power in the room? Yeah, you know, I, I was extremely pleased to hear really how much of our messaging was aligned. Like everyone has a plan around this new normal and how we adapt to some form of transformation. That was a key topic in every meeting and everyone is marching forward to try and, you know, normalize this, you know, this new world that we're living in and work from anywhere was such a big part of that. And what are some of the, you know, the next iterations that we need to, to, to do to help support our customers? And, you know, the whole concept of, you know, moving from a, you know, 
just a product focused offer to more solution centric offerings was you know so important and everybody was talking about that so i was super pleased to hear that we were we had that much alignment yeah, I, um, I would agree stacy i mean that that was one of the things that i was so pleased at and i think is a testament to the teams right to to our teams in canada and the us that the, the way that we've worked so hard to be agile right over the last few months to really respond in a way that uh, our partners recognize, and then lastly, to make sure that we are very, very clear on what our plans and uh, you know where we want to go as a business, and the alignment, as you said, with our partners came through very clearly in those one-on-ones. I mean, they understand that we're on a, a services and solutions transformation, and that's where we want to go as a business. And to me, that's that's uh, again a testament to the teams and the work that we've done, and you know, despite all the challenges that we've had this year, to really make sure that our partners know where we want to go. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it last night. Um, you know, it reinforces why the channel is so important. So you talk about work from anywhere, and certainly Lenovo's got a big piece of that solution. But the partners have all the complementary things yes, that go right. around it, things right. we don't do. They have other vendors. And using the channel to go deliver a complete work from anywhere solution or virtual care or rounding or distance learning, it's the power of the channel, right? right? And that's that's where Lenovo's got a, mm-hmm. got a great advantage. Yeah. Joe, I'm coming back to you in a second on stimulus package. And you're not talking about the federal, the state level, something else. <laughs> Rob, okay, and, and some, what Stacy and Rob just said, okay, there's nothing new about solutions. There's nothing new about services. But the reason that we're now talking about it so much more is because IT worked. Everyone knew that they needed to modernize IT. You needed to, yeah. right? but why did you not? Because IT functioned and you didn't have to spend mm-hmm. and change. Change is difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, the, the kid with a broken computer can't walk to the front of the room and get another computer. You have to immediately figure out hot swap, FedEx delivery, same day delivery to get that child back up and running on a test that's due, a statewide or nationwide test that's due. So that's the kind of a microcosm statement for business. You can't just walk down to IT. So funny things like the vending machines for microphones and headphones in in, in rooms matter. And then, so there, you, you said that, the acceleration of services, I'm so glad that we pivoted to that. What you said, Jeff, we realized that we already knew, but the partners are such an integral part of these things. And we're not being recorded, right? None of this is recorded. Lenovo, even if we do it, we might not be as good as the partner as these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about who does it best class. Now, pivoting to a solution base that we've been doing for a decade or more, but making it now. Joe, what do we do about stimulus packages? What do you mean? Well, what we were able to do was, was take a look at the programs and the environment we're in because of so much uncertainty with sales and what you know, the segments were going to look like. And, you know, obviously we didn't really see at the time what Chrome was going to end up looking like at this point. Right. Um, but we gave the, the partners the ability to kind of take that off their plate, the concern of, hey, am I going to make my targets? Am I going to be able to keep, in a lot of cases, keep the lights on? Not That's, you know, more, you know, the, the kind of the VAR community, some of the smaller partners uh, had a lot of that concern. So this enabled, you know, my partners as well, the feedback was that enabled them to kind of, you know, keep their focus in other areas of their business uh, and not have to worry about, hey, am I going to be able to make targets to be able to you know, reinvest in my business to keep things moving forward during such a difficult time? One of the platinum partners, a couple of the platinum partners that I work with a, a good bit are almost Chrome exclusive. So you just said, keep the lights on. These are big companies, platinum partners, and they do a lot of business. Wait a minute. What do you mean there are no Chromebooks? 
So you're right. So we have to understand the business motion of all the way mm-hmm. down from the VARs all the way up. Yep. We hope a $50 billion OEM is going to weather the storm of a supply challenge, but not everyone has that power. So we have that responsibility to trickle it down. You know what was interesting there is is Joe's right. Like the everything he said, it, the original discussions were actually a little bit more fundamental. Yeah. It was exactly. it was hey, these guys are our partners, not our customers, are our partners. Yeah. And you know, there's been many times over the years that I've been at Lenovo, and certainly for the rest of this team, where they've helped us in our time of need. Um, it just made sense for us to help them, yeah. right? And this was. I think Matt even said it on one of his things. Like, we didn't even do a lot of due diligence around it. It was just like, this is the right thing to do. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we didn't spend uh, hours and hours trying to figure out what the financial implications were for Lenovo. It was about helping our partners in a time of need. And and I think that's, again, one of the things that, that makes me so proud of Lenovo. And what we've been able to do is, is again, put the 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 – all the other stuff aside and really focus on what do our partners and our customers ultimately need. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to be able to do that in a matter of days, <laughs> uh, you know, frankly, um, you know, in, in the middle of so much uncertainty gives me a lot of pride. And we had a lot of comments about that in our meetings about how agile we were. And, you know, even if others came to market with a similar, similar offering, we were the first and you always remember the first. Yeah, look, it, it's we went from idea to execution in four days yeah four days yep. there was some weekend kind of mixed in there but <laughs> but i think some some other oems in the market um came came with very similar programs and good for them um maybe 30 days later though yeah. right yep. and so that's a testament to lenovo and our leadership really i mean to allow us to be that agile is a, is a big deal. Now, on agile, um, I was on a call last week with a customer just from the relationship side. It turns out IT got an award from the CEO because they were kept whole. Mm-hmm. They never, I, the CEO recognized that IT never let a single employee hit the impact. And it was two partners, I won't mention the partner names, but two large partners that kept that, I know that everybody has a person without a supply and all of that. But here's the execution of our business partner channel Mm -hmm. that kept a IT department and a company function where the CEO gave an award because we were able to pivot. And I see us as the OEM, we have that account. I I was sitting back just celebrating. We kept someone whole that IT got an award. That's the culture that we've created for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And, And we all know, Jeff said, it's just doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. All of the stories we heard from, you know, the main stage at, at, at Tech World, from Matt, from Anna, you know, from from Steve, from everybody was, you know, look, we did this so quickly because it was the right thing to do. We, you know, mobilized the teams and we got it done because the customers and our partners needed us. You, you know what else happened, though? Because we wouldn't have been able to do it without our partners. Like, right. we had already talked to them about a whole program stack and we asked them to adjust in days as well. Yeah. And. I can't think of one instance where they didn't do that for us. So, right. so good for us. Great idea. Many kudos to the partners for being able to execute it on yeah. it as quickly you, you as possible. You said that word several times. 20 years of my career where I've been completely customer-facing, partner was just another word. I've got to say, Rob, you made that a capital P. Do, I, honestly, you did. It was just a word. We have sales. We have partner. You made that a capital P. To where it truly is a partnership and you act on each other's behalf, you're doing the right thing. That is Rob, that's your leadership. 
Well, look, I mean, we, we, we've had a culture within Lenovo for, for many years that is absolutely built around partners. Um, I think what we did as a leadership team is came in and made sure that the rest of the organization in North America was was 100% behind that as well. And, and they've absolutely been there, right? The 120 plus meetings that Jeff talked about wasn't just the channel team, right? Sure. This is the entire North America leadership team right. participating and actively participating with every single one of those partners. And it's about, you know, driving the engagement, the enablement, the the alignment, if you will, uh, with, with them on where we want to go as a business. And so, it, you know, that that to me is is what this, you know, North America team is all about, not just the channel team, but the entire North America team. And as you're doing business, always remember that when Lenovo sells, was it four devices a second? It's a lot of business class devices. Thanks to Microsoft, because we understand we're selling business class, business PCs. So a business PC runs on the operating system built for business, and that's Windows 10 Pro. So obviously, every time you purchase a PC, you use a PC, Lenovo recommends, suggests, implores you. <laughs> it is Windows 10 Professional. So as we close up, one of the things I want to come back to this year, 2020, another word, partner was a buzzword. It's no longer a buzzword because of Cato and in, in this organization and the cultural change. The other thing that was, and this is for the future, this is for 2021. Joe mentioned that we'll, we'll be back in the Mandarin May or June. Yes, we will. But the word that's no longer a buzzword is collaboration. And one of the things that I blew Rob's mind with uh, 17 minutes ago is, why not from now on these events be both virtual and real? We want the individual meetings. We want the, the conference rooms. We want those private meetings. We want the, the time at restaurant, breakfast, all of that. But why not also have the meetings to where the rest of the category team from Lenovo, folks that could not attend in person, and also why not more of the partners? So if partners on your feedback, start now thinking, we've got some time to plan it. Let's make this different. It will be the 70 people in Miami, but it'll also be why not have bigger meetings and let's start the, so we want your feedback. Remember, everything's an advisory council at yep. Lenovo. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, one of the one of the things that's made us uh, successful the last couple of years is because we are listening. We're listening to that feedback and we're acting on it. And so we do we do encourage the feedback. And and you look at you know what we've learned about ourselves and what we've learned about our partners is over the last few months we can absolutely thrive in this environment. Um, and and so we should take that learning and pass it along as we go forward uh, into the new world. Right. And and whether that's a hybrid environment where we do have a in-person and and um, you know online a virtual kind of environment that's what we need to you know take a look at so we're, we're actively looking for that feedback you know, one of the things I want to add to is you know we had 120 meetings but that means our partners had 120 <laughs> meetings as <laughs> right. well so right so like just a huge amount of thanks to our US and Canadian partners for spending the time with us um, I loved it I know you guys loved yeah. it yeah, and, yeah. and you know our sincere hope that they loved it as well um, but obviously, when we go into kind of a, a new world, we want their feedback. Like, we, we want to make it better. I know that 2020 has been a dumpster fire, but we see all of these great things that have come out of it. We learned how to do a meeting different, a single meeting differently. Yeah. Yes. We learned how to run an event differently, and we reinforced and we're proud of ourselves that we learned how to run a business or businesses differently. Yeah. And so that continues as we look forward to the rest of 
this calendar and fiscal year, and we look forward to the Business Partner Executive Summit 2021. Keep that in mind. We want to keep to be agile, turn a cruise ship or a battleship around in the Mississippi is impossible, right? And we all have to run our business like a luxury yacht that you can spin around, right? And be that agile, even though it's you're running multi-million, billion-dollar businesses, but you, you, you always remember. That's why all of you talked about the time at breakfast. No matter how big of a company you're representing or how big your sales number, it's an individual to an individual relationship. So we went from six meetings to 120, uh, but that's it's absolutely spectacular. So on behalf of, of Joe Penix and Stacey Goodman and Jeff Taylor, and thank you to, to Rob Taylor for bringing your leadership team in. Looking forward to Business Partner Executive Summit 2021. Thank you for a massively successful summit in 2020. Yeah, thank you Thanks, guys. Steve. Can't thank wait you. to see you. you. Bye now.